everybody. Hey! Everybody! It is me, your boy, Stu. With me as always are the dogs. Thank you for being here, dogs. Dimps is over there. Woo! It's a little later than normal, everybody. It's like eight thirty or so. Uh, I would I normally a podcast earlier, but today, uh, no, today not not so much. Today, today, I uh, I had a relatively long day, ten hour day at work, and uh, I said fuck this shit when I left work. I was like fuck this shit. I got shit to do. And the shit I had to do <laughs> was I had to gamble. <laughs> I went to the casino tonight, everybody. Went to the casino and I laid down four bets. Four bets on four NFL teams. Not a lot of money. Uh, I cashed in. I won last week. I won two out of three. I'm a professional gambler now. When you win, you're a professional gambler. So I'm a professional gambler, I guess. So this week, I'm a bet on four. We'll see how it goes. I'm not. I won't tell you who I bet on. I'll tell you on the Patreon. That's what I'll do. So if you guys give a fuck about who I bet on and how uh, I'm becoming a goddamn uh, gambling degenerate. Sign up for the Patreon. Tomorrow's the first. Hard to believe that tomorrow is October. Jesus. Wake me up when September ends. So that'll be tomorrow morning. Uh, so let's get at it, everybody. Let's get at it. But before, before I went over to the casino, a buddy of mine heard about me getting all them jerseys. I got all these jerseys last weekend, three for uh, 25 bucks. That's a fucking steal, isn't it? So the, I told this guy, I said, hey, man, it's Jason. Jason from Pennsylvania. I said, hey, man, this is what I'm doing. You want me to look for any eagles? And he was like, hey, kind of wobbled. He was like, Arr. But then he was like, oh, hey, man, uh, yeah, 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 score me some jerseys. I'm like, all right. I said, next time I go down to the casino, I will swing on over there. And I actually even called him and I said, "Hey, hey, do you guys st- you guys still doing the jerseys? Because I'm not gonna lie, everybody. When I when I tell you they had jerseys, they had a literal shit ton of jerseys. It it was if uh, I, I don't know the largest NFL football player was just shitting out jerseys. They have tables and bins and uh, racks of jerseys everywhere. Literally, I I think you could be there." If you were to try and go through everything meticulously, you could be there like two plus hours. I'm I'm a sure of it. But uh, so he's like, oh fuck, man! If you can find me some Philadelphia Eagle jerseys, because I'd mentioned to him when I was there last week, I was like, oh, I found like a Mike, I found a Michael Vick, five XL, five <laughs> XL, Jesus Christ. And uh, so he was like, hey, man, if you can, if, if you go back, find me them. So I did. I went back today, and I found him five, count them, one, two, three, four, five Eagle jerseys. Did I know any of the players? Fuck no. I, I mean, I know Michael Vick. 
The other four, I have no fucking clue who they are. And I was like, hey, man, do you give a fuck about size? And he was like, well, no, I'll probably just hang them up in my man cave. And I was like, cool, cool, dude. So when I was down there, I was just taking pictures of them and sending and telling them like what it was and the size and all that. And this is the cool part, everybody. The price went down. Last week it was three twenty-five. This week it was three for twenty. Holy shit! So I got a hold of another dude who's a Buffalo Bills fan, much like yourself. He lives here in West Michigan. I don't know how he got here, but he's here. I was like, "Hey, man, going down looking at some jerseys. If I find some Bills jerseys, you want me to fucking score you some?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, man!" I was like, "All right, man," and I found him three jerseys plus a polo shirt that had been thrown in there because it wasn't just football jerseys there were other things there were uh, sweatshirts and vests and basketball pants breakaway pants all sorts of shit so i found him three bills jerseys they were all the same players i think that i got last time and uh the polo so i scored him so that's nine right there and then i uh, got three for myself. I found a Bill's polo jersey or a shirt that would fit me. I found uh, a jersey for a buddy of mine, Jay Hibiscus. I'm hooking him up with a jersey. And then I found this Buffalo Bills shirt. It, it's a, it's a uh, button-down shirt. And it's made out of wicking material. And it is the coolest fucking shirt I've seen in a long time. Dimps, what are you doing? Dimps. Dimps is just playing with something. She's being a weirdo. I've never seen her be this playful before. It's kind of good. I think she's getting more comfortable. She's only been in this fucking house like four months. <laughs> she's finally getting comfortable. It's a process, I guess, right? It's a process. So it was the coolest shirt I've ever seen. The only problem is that this fucking shirt came in a small. It was I couldn't find it in any other size, and actually I couldn't find any uh, any other of those shirts at all. It just pissed me off, and I'm like, I cannot leave this shirt here. I needs, I needs to take it. I needs to buy it, so I bought it. And there's a girl I know back in Buffalo who's a huge Bills fan, much, much bigger Bills fan than I am, and I believe she actually has season tickets to the the games so i said hey man i said hey whoa man what uh if you were wearing a dude shirt what size dude shirt would you wear and she's like a small and i was like fuck yeah so i'm gonna mail her the shirt i feel pretty good about things so i got 12 shirts or jerseys for uh 80 bucks that's a goddamn good deal right i've paid uh more for jerseys i think i paid you know two jerseys close to like 80 bucks or whatever so it's a good fucking deal i mean they're not dudes that you necessarily give a fuck about but uh you know whatever it, it is what it is it's fun it's fun for me i'm not gonna lie i enjoy digging through shit trying to find gems it's uh it reminds me of uh when i was a kid and I would go to flea markets when I was a kid. And, you know, I used to collect baseball cards, football cards, comic books. And then these fucking dealers would just have shit laid out, boxes of garbage. And then you would just go through it. And every once in a while, you'd find a little gem. 
and be like, oh, fuck, it, it's made it worth my while. And you know what? It, it wasn't worth your while, but you had fun doing it anyway. So there we go. So it was all right. I'm going to tell you guys, too. If um, any of you are uh, fans of any football team, particularly like Chiefs or Browns, those were like the two main teams that I saw lots of jerseys for. Colts. If you're interested in any of that shit, let me know. I'll fucking go back down there. I have fun doing it. I don't give a shit. I mean, you're going to have to pay me. I'm not, you know, pay me for shipping and handling and all that. But trust me, if you get three jerseys for for 20 bucks, I mean, these are real fucking jerseys too, everybody. So uh, let me know. I will, I will go fucking do it. I will go search. If you're like a Steelers fan, I, I didn't see any. If you're a Raiders fan, I didn't see any. There's Bucks shit. I saw some Packers shit. No, no lion shit though. Well, I mean, I saw like a weird button-down shirt, but it was like a denim. Who the fuck wants a denim button-down shirt? What is this fucking uh, 1992 or some shit? That's why I was in there. But I'll go look for shit if you guys, if you want me to find something for you, I will go fucking look. So there we go. Uh, today I had a, a friend message me. Elena, Alana, Alana, Elena, Alana, Alana Gonzalez, Miss Gonzalez. She messaged me because she's huge fans of a uh, fan of this comedian Jimmy Pardo. Have you guys heard of Jimmy? Jimmy used to be the warm-up act for Conan. So if you ever went to see a Conan O'Brien show, uh, Jimmy Pardo would be the guy who'd come out and warm you up and go, hey, everybody, let's have a good time. Let's laugh. Let's do this, blah, 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 blah. He was, you know, more than just a hype man. He, Jimmy Pardo is super funny. And he has a podcast called Never Not Funny. And I listen to it occasionally, right? I, I'm not a huge fan of comedian podcasts. I don't It just seems, I don't know. They're, they're funnier than this one for sure. <laughs> this is I don't know. It seems like they're trying too hard sometimes. I don't I don't fucking know. But um, uh, it's not bad. But apparently he's got like a Patreon as well, or it's called Platinum. I don't. Maybe it's not Patreon, but he's got one that you pay for called Platinum. And apparently, so, uh, Ms. Gonzalez uh, subscribes to the ones that you have to pay for. And she's like, oh, my God, the first 10 minutes of the podcast, I was yelling at it because you got a shout-out or whatever. I was like, oh, really? I did? All right. I guess. I don't know. I don't subscribe. I, I haven't listened to his podcast in a long time. I don't know. I'll, t I'll take it. Why? I don't understand why the fuck you'd be talking about me. And uh, she's like, well, I I'll try to record it for you and play it back so you can hear it. I was like, oh, okay, great, because she didn't really necessarily tell me what what they talked about. So I actually, I know Jimmy Pardo, right? Jimmy Pardo's been in my car. We've driven around. He's worked at the club. I know him. I'd like to believe that if Jimmy Pardo actually saw me in person, he'd fucking remember me, remember my name. So I have his phone number. So I texted him. I was like, Jay, Jimmy, I heard on your podcast 
Someone told me on your latest podcast, the, your Patreon thing, that you were uh, that you mentioned me. I got a shout out or something, and I said, I hope, I hope that you called me an asshole. <laughs> right? I'll actually fucking read it to you what the fuck he said, uh, just so I get it right. I said, I'm here, and I got a weird mention shout out on your platinum podcast. Please tell me you called me an asshole. He responds, this motherfucker, he responds, caller ID has failed me. I don't know who this is, so I cannot comment one way or the others. So please tell me who you are. Thank you. And then I wrote, ha ha, Stevie Callister. And by that time, uh, Ms. Gonzalez had informed me that uh, there were they were talking about stews. And if they knew any famous stews, and they couldn't come up with any stews, and then Jimmy said, oh yeah, there's a stew in Michigan, and I can't remember his last name. (laughs) Jimmy meets a lot of guys. I'm not going to blame Jimmy for not remembering my last name. But, uh, so I just wrote back, uh, ha, Stu McAllister, there are no famous stews. And then he wrote, there was no name calling, although now there will be, as why the hell would you think you would be in my contacts? And I wrote, because I'm very famous. And I said, ask Steve Iatt. And if you guys don't know who Steve Iatt is, Steve Iatt is a comedian who's based in Michigan. Very funny dude. Very quick with uh, crowd work. Super funny dude. For For whatever reason, Steve never quite broke and i'm not saying it in a negative way there's a ton of comedians out there who you have no idea who they are super funny dudes but for whatever reason you know they never got bigger than what they are for whatever reason i can name a lot of dudes like steve and uh, steve i like steve a whole lot i find steve very funny when i have gigs kind of thrown at me i'll contact steve i'm like hey man can you do this gig do you want to do this gig so i like steve a whole lot but he, Steve, and Jimmy Pardo, I guess they started together out in L.A. a long, long time ago, and they were they were very good friends. And Jimmy has actually even said that uh, he finds Steve to be one of the funniest guys that he knows. So it's a super big compliment. So I said, ask Steve I, and he's like, I'll give him a call. And I responded, he would like that. Is he in your contacts? And Jimmy replies, yes, my actual friends are in my contacts. To which I just responded, fuck, in all capital letters. <laughs> and then I, the whole the whole bit that he had going on with his co-host was talking about all these stews. And most of the stews were people who had their last name was Stuart. Whatever. And then they kept trying to think of like a, a radio guy. And I don't know any radio guys. The only radio guy that I know whose name's Stu is uh, Stu Gatz from the Dan Lebetard show, which I sent that on to jimmy he didn't reply back he's probably i'm why is this asshole still texting me <laughs> uh just kind of funny and i sent screenshots of it all to uh ms gonzalez because she like i said she's got a fucking lady boner for jimmy and she found it very amusing that uh jimmy did not remember me and i think she finds it amusing that i even have his phone number I have phone numbers for uh, a lot of famous comedians. Let me see. I just want to look now. Let me see here. Hold hold on, everybody. I just want to see. 
if I have this one guy, let me see. Nope, don't have. I thought I had Greg Proops' phone number. Greg Proops is the guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's kind of like the tall guy with the glasses and he's got the hair sticking up. And uh, I love Greg a shit ton, but there was he had a there was a weird falling out with him in the club where many years ago. I mean, this is easily ten plus years ago. He said something like a newspaper article was saying something, and then he said something about the town or the club, and he, you know, he said it was like po dunk or people were stupid, you know, that kind of thing. Part of it's part of the shtick. Uh, but I think it, the, the manager of the club at the time took offense to it. And he was like, well, let's put, uh, Greg on the do not book list. And I was like, what? Come on. He's funny. Everybody knows him. And I mean, you guys all know him from the whose line is it anyway. He's doing like theaters with the guys in that troupe. So just kind of a bummer. I actually took Greg to, uh, to a bar after one of the shows, and, uh, you know, he's back then, he, you know, he was on the show, not quite as big as he is now, but very recognizable person. And he and I were just sitting at the bar and people kept coming up to him to talk to him about the show. And he's like, hey, can you leave us alone? I'm just trying to have a conversation with my friend here. So, that, you know, that was nice of him to say. So then we kind of slunk off to a booth for a little more privacy. So he's a good dude, good dude. And his feature act, I'll always remember this. His feature act that weekend was this woman. Her name is Andy Smith. Now I find Andy to be uh, very, very funny as well too. I, However, I don't think she's doing stand-up anymore. I'm not really sure what she's doing. And it's kind of a bummer if she isn't doing comedy of any kind. If you guys give a fuck, go go. Uh, Google Andy Smith. She spells Andy with an I, though. So uh, go uh, go check her out. But the first night, Greg just went back to the hotel room, and, and I was driving her back to her hotel room. They stayed in different hotels at the time. And um, I, she did not have a car. And so I was like, all right, you want me to give you a ride back? I'll, I'll give you a ride back. And she's like, yeah, all right, I'll take you a ride back. So I'm driving her back, and I was like, hey, uh, normally after shows, I go to this bar and go get a drink if you want to go get a drink. And, you know, because, you know, I'm offering this to any comedian that I would have, uh, you know, worked with. And she's in, the, she's in the car with me, and she's like, okay, I'll, I'll go with you, but just so you know, I'm engaged and she shoves her fucking engagement ring in, in my face. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't really give a shit. Um, and I know, I know why she did it. I know that she did it because she probably gets hit on a shit ton by other comics or a ton of other dudes on the road or whatever, this or that. And I find that pretty sad that I just couldn't ask her as like a coworker to just go and have have a drink at you know you're fucking you're working at uh, Walmart you're working at Amazon you're working wherever and after your shift's over you fucking you go to the bar and you have a beer and a burger or whatever and there you go and that's all I was asking her to do I'm, like, nah, I'm engaged I'm like, I don't 
fine. I don't give a shit. Is he here? Is you, is your fiance at the hotel room? We can go get him. I don't give a fuck. We're just gonna go get a beer. Talk about fucking dick jokes. I don't what. It's sad. Sad. Sad motherfucker. It's a sad motherfucker. Uh yeah. Yeah. If you guys enjoy this bullshit, consider subscribing to my Patreon. <laughs> Because it's the, it's the new month tomorrow. Five bucks a month. Just more of this bullshit. Every once in a while, I give out uh, free gifts to the Patreon subscribers. I'm pretty due to give you guys some shit. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that. Who the fuck knows? I talk about things on that that I don't necessarily talk about on the freebie. So there's that. Whatever. This or that. So, yeah. Yep. 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 You guys like Arby's? You guys like the meats? <laughs> uh, who? You know what? I know Arby's gets shit on a ton, but I'm I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna tell you this: Arby's isn't bad. I've had their um. They had in, in the summer for whatever reason they only do it as like a seasonal thing. They got a, a chicken salad sandwich. That's fucking goddamn phenomenal. It's it was super good. It it had like grapes in it and fucking pecans. It's fucking great. And then I had a, a regular thing. They got the buffalo chicken sandwich, which that's fucking good too. Not as good as the kicking chicken sandwich from uh, Zaxby's, but Arby's isn't bad. If you got a problem with Arby's, it's because you haven't been there. And you're just a goddamn sheep going along with a hack joke. <laughs> but they're doing something that I think is kind of funny. Um, Arby's is going to start selling their own line of clothing. They're going to sell sweatshirts and sweatpants, which is kind of sweet. But the thing that is um, unique about it is that these sweatpants and sweatshirts are going to have an aroma of a smokehouse. <laughs> what? From their website. When you're sitting in a smokehouse, smoking the meat, <laughs> smoking the meat, for Arby's real country-style rib sandwich for hours and hours over real hickory wood, your brain starts to wander. You begin to wonder what a pair of premium sweats might smell like if they too were smoked over hickory wood for hours. Well, Arby's found out. So if you go to their website, it's arbysmokedsweats.com, you can purchase yourself some sweatpants, a smoked sweatshirt that's a burgundy, and then they got sweatpants that are also burgundy it's weird it's just burgundy there's no i don't see any arby's logo on them or anything very strange uh things don't start going up for sale if it if this really is fucking something that you're going to be able to purchase it's going to be another three days there actually is a timer as of right now, it's three days, 15 hours, 12 minutes, and 46 seconds. 
I just find that very funny that you can buy. Oh, I guess they do have the, the capital A on the uh, sweatpants and the sweatshirt. So very small capital A. But they, you know, kudos to any kind of large company that's just kind of having fun and poking fun at themselves and things in general. Kudos to Arby's, man. Kudos to Arby's. They've got the meats. I've been watching a movie on Amazon. It's called D3, uh, what is it, Football Fanatics? And it's a it's a uh, movie starring a lot of comedians about a Division three football program that has to get a new head coach, and it's very ridiculous. And the head coach is Andy Dick. Andy Dick is in it. Brian Kalen is in it. Adam Carolla had a bit role. Greg Fitzsimmons had a big role or a bit role. So those are all comedians. The lady who plays the uh, college president she was on mad tv a uh the head cheerleader chick she was on mad tv deborah wilson so it's you know there's a lot of comedic talent in it um i'm gonna tell you too it is incredibly low budget and i and i find it incredibly the person who steals the show is obviously andy dick he because he's the head coach to be and um it's I, I I can't say I I like Andy Dick. I'm not really a fan of Andy Dick, but the, he has his moments. I, I really enjoyed him when he was much much younger on the Ben Stiller show. I don't know if you guys remember that TV show on Fox a long long time ago. It was great. That was a great show. Bob Odenkirk, Andy Dick, Ben Stiller, and Janine Garofalo. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of fucking talent there, everybody. But. Uh, Andy Dick, just his language and things that he does. He is a human being. is a fucking asshole. In this movie, he so, so many homophobic slurs. It is unreal. I, it made me wonder if they just gave him carte blanche to just, like, improv shit. Because I can't imagine anyone writing what the hell he is saying. I'm not really sure why I brought it up. I have, I've, I, I've watched it for 20 minutes. I watched 20 minutes later. I'm still, I'm not even halfway through it, everybody. It's okay. D3 Football Fanatics, I think is what it's called on Amazon. This guy's got to be a bit of a weirdo, everybody. I don't know why the fuck anyone would do what the fuck this guy fucking did. I'm only assuming it's because he was uh, psychotic. But uh, there were some uh, uh, some of our finest, some of America's finest who were out in the uh, Mojave Desert. They were special op soldiers out there training. They're doing their thing. They're looking to fucking kill the next Osama bin Laden, whatever. They're do all wearing fucking night vision goggles and I don't know, whatever. They got laser scopes shooting shit shooting womp rats whatever but they're out there doing their thing when something happened they were attacked oh my god who's gonna be dumb enough to attack special op soldiers a dumb fuck and this dumb fuck 
was wielding a sword and he was dressed as a ninja. <laughs> this took, pl took place back on September 18th at 1 a.m. Department records appear to confirm some of the details in the social media documents, which suggest the wounded victims, a staff sergeant and a captain, to be members of the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, an elite helicopter unit known as the Night Stalkers. Jesus Christ. These fucking little boys, they're big toys. According to the photograph report, which has not been independently verified, the staff sergeant was outside smoking a cigarette when he was approached by an unknown person wearing full ninja garb who asked, do you know who I am? Do you know where my family is? Oh, my God. The soldier answered no, and the person in the ninja garb began to slash him, striking his phone, his knee, and his leg. The, sa the staff sergeant then took off running. The man dressed as a ninja began kicking and punching doors and windows. Reportedly through a block of asphalt through a building window. The captain inside was struck by the block. The victims called 911 and the ninja reportedly fled and was arrested elsewhere. God damn. Why didn't these guys fucking whack his ass? This is this is the kind of shit this this should be on it. This should be an Amazon movie, not D3 football fanatics. This should be fucking soldiers versus ninjas. This is every fucking Rambo-loving motherfucker's wet dream right here. Soldiers and ninjas. Turn the shit into a movie, and uh, that guy should have had his head blown off. Not the fucking staff sergeant running away from him. The st it should be the staff sergeant pulling out his fucking Glock and blowing his brains out. That's what I want to hear. How do you think the dude got on the fucking base to begin with? I mean, was he really a ninja? Would a ninja ask, do you know who I am? That sounds like a real a-hole celebrity, something he would say. That sounds like something Eric Zane would say. <laughs> do you know who I am? It sounds like something I would say in a bar fight. Ugh, oh, fucking dicks. Do you know who I am? Yeah, you're a fucking ninja. <laughs> you're a fucking ninja, dude. Leave me the fuck alone. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, 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 uh. All right, I got I got one more thing. And then I'm going to uh, end it. Call it gravy, baby. It's all gravy, baby. Uh, can you guys think of any reason to go visit the state of Arkansas? I cannot. Arkansas just seems like a shitty, shitty fucking version of Kansas. I don't know, right? Is there anything good in fucking Arkansas? The only thing that's good in Arkansas, for whatever reason, Arkansas has these fucking... Diamond parks? Would you? Is that what you would call them? Where you can go through these fields and you can sift through the dirt looking to find diamonds, right? They have one of these things at the Hot Springs National Park. And this California couple, they were on vacation and they stopped off at this diamond park 
And they're like, ah, let's just fucking go. I don't even know why they were in fucking Arkansas, but they were. But they're like, yeah, let's go. Let's see what we can do. And they, they did. They were going through all the shit. And they fucking found a 4.38 carat yellow diamond. Now this thing, looking at it, it looks like shit. Uh, I mean, you would not think this thing would have any kind of uh, value. But uh, let me see here. Let me see what they tell me. Come on. Oh, for some reason, this fucking... I'm, it's at the New York Post. I'm on their website, and then for whatever reason, part of the article, like, disappears. Does that ever happen to you guys? Or do I just have a real fucking shitty internet connection? So I'm at their website. Da -da -da, a couple visiting public park in Arkansas scored a yellow diamond. Da -da -da -da. 4.38 carat yellow diamond. Uh, I'm just looking to see how much it, how much they think it was worth. More than four carats, the size of a jelly bean. I guess that's pretty big, right? The guy hasn't decided uh, what to do with his, with her new girl's best friend. They're gonna name it Lucy, though. After her husband's yellow-furred cat. More than 250 diamonds have been registered at the state park in 2021, with visitors finding around two diamonds a day on average. So it's nice that they found it. I just want to know how much it's fucking worth. How much is this fucking thing worth? It's not fucking telling me. I don't know if I would do that. You know, you got to sift through things, sift through the dirt. It's like you're panning for gold. Just, oh, I'm not, not if I, I'm going to pass. But good for them. If you got nothing else to do, go fucking find yourself some shit. Make it worth your while. Well, that's it, everybody. That's done. I'm done with this bullshit for today. I'm going to be back tomorrow for the Patreon. We just celebrated yesterday was the 400th episode of the Patreon. So there you go. If you subscribe, you got 400 episodes of the Patreon that you can go back and listen to. If you guys can do me a solid like the Facebook and Twitter page, if you guys can uh, tell people to listen to this bullshit, just go, hey, do you guys like occasionally funny shit with lots of swearing? Yeah, I do. Well, go listen to the Elemental Podcast. And people will be like, what's that bullshit? Uh, trust me, it's bullshit. You'll like it. There you go. And uh, if you can do these four things, that'd be great. If you can go listen to another episode podcast, that's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shape their childhood. So these are older movies. These are like 20 years plus. So they're movies that you know. They're movies that you've seen. Like you know what's going on with these movies. Every Wednesday they drop new episodes. They have a guest on. It's always a good time. This past week was uh, Raising Arizona which apparently is playing on Hulu, and I need to go check it out. I haven't watched that movie in forever. But uh, go follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and listen on your favorite podcast platform. Go check out my boy, John Midgley. John is a magician, social worker, 
magician, blackjack dealer. It's awesome, man. He does a lot of stuff. But he's got a Facebook page for his magic stuff, Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. So go follow that for all your magic needs. Then go check out the whole thing, Donut Shop in Forney, Texas. Gourmet Donuts. I had a donut yesterday. It wasn't gourmet. So it was pretty good, but you know what's better than that? Gourmet. So go check them out on Facebook, the whole thing, Donut Shop. And then if you ever make it down to Dallas, go check them out, because that's where Forney is. Forney is a, a suburb of Dallas. Check them out. And the last but not least, we got the Sunday Slaw. Stephanie House and her husband Adam, they eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. And then uh, they tell you whether it's good or not. So I suggest that you guys give them a follow on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw. Watch their videos. And then if you live on the east side of Michigan, tell them where they can go and get some good slaw because that's where they live, over in uh, Macomb County, I believe, is where it's at. So that's it. Do those four things for me. Uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. And uh, that, that's about it. You guys are great. Enjoy your last day of September. I'll see you guys later. Have a good one.